Oh, my witch. I love this work on this frame. <laughs> Hello. Hello again. Here. <laughs> Just check in. And who are we that are here? You and me. Thank you for tuning in to Diamond <laughs> Realty Associates. I'll take the lead. Real estate update. Did you know? I'm Erin, and I'm joined here today with Amber, Trace, Don, and Trace and Don are in the cheap seats back there, so they're going to have to use their teacher voices, because we were mumbling hardcore last time. Speak up. I thought I was in the back last time. You, you were. were. You and I, and I Well, was I was home. in the front, and I was still, all right. All right. Anyways, today, today, <laughs> today we're going to talk, last week we talked about tips for fall, cleaning, maintenance, it's about that time of year this week. We're starting a mini-series on falling in love with your home again. Ooh, I like that, Trace. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about more long-term maintenance to keep your home in the best shape, possibly, and ways to simplify your home maintenance so you can enjoy your home and not have to do projects every weekend. <laughs> and then we'll talk about Tasty Tuesday. We're going to change that up a bit. And we have another winner to announce. Ooh. Ooh. Do you do? So, Don, what are some good maintenance tips? All of them. Clean your house. Just do it, man. This well, is a good time of year to do, like, a deep clean, though, because we do spring deep cleaning. We don't do fall deep cleaning. And you should, because, you know, it's probably the last time you're going to be able to open your windows for mm, four months. Six months. I'm going to be over crying in the corner. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so it's always a good time to test things and clean <coughs> things and, you know, put things away. Testing. So, well, last week you told us about how your sump pump yeah. flooded, but I feel like we should just explain to people how to test it because that's kind of a big thing. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but just in case yeah. it's important. It is. And a lot of people have them. True. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. That's true. But um, <coughs> yeah, our sump pump is just, you know, even just to go down there and make sure there's no water in there or if the water is dispersing out of the. And there is a test um, button. button, or some people have, it's almost like a floater in a toilet, right? You just, yep. in the back of the toilet, that probably sounds like <laughs> um, When you test your toilet to flush, it's very similar in a sump pump, some sump pumps. So restart the pump to test to see if it's running, unplug it, plug it back in. You can pour water into the sump crock to make sure that it's running and pumping. And then just making sure you're removing any of that debris from the outside, because I think we forget about that. For new, sorry, for new homeowners, what is a sump crock? Trace. Well, it's what's a crock? Like it's a crock pot. pot. It's like a big hole. It is. Is it the pit? It's, it's the pit. It's what's holding it, basically. That's where it's recognizing that water's coming in. And if you ever try to get all of the water out of your crock, it's not going to happen because I tried to do that because we it were trying to. It keeps coming in. It keeps coming. It well, that day it did mm -hmm. because we were. It just kept coming in. I'm envisioning Dawn with like a bucket scooping out exactly her sump pump. Doing. Little cup and it just keeps coming. I did. I had a little beach pail and a Tupperware. Pail. Why is this not on video? <laughs> I, oh. Because I was cursing and that would have been really bad. Right. And I was covered in water. I'm envisioning you dressed up like Lucy and everything going awry. Lucy! <laughs> um, yeah, that happened. But, um, but I did get a whole bunch of rocks out of the pit. So now it's good oh, to so go. It is good to go and it's like if you stand outside and my sun pump hose goes off, you will be drenched. So how long has it been since you checked it? Don? My sun pump is 12 years old. And you haven't ever checked it? Well, yeah, we check it all the time. 
Um, yeah, we kind of. Um, <laughs> we do. Because he had been shaking. Mike had been shaking the check valve because that's where the rocks were getting stuck. And oh. that's what happened is the check valve got plugged. Oh, okay. And then it overworked the sump pump. The sump pump actually was working still. But by putting in a new one, it's completely night and day what, what it removed. volume of water should be moving out of your house. How, do you, how often do you think people should be checking? I think if you don't have a battery backup, that automatically checks it for you to see if it's faulty, then you probably at least before any good rainfall or any melt, when you think it's going to get used. Right. And I think even when it's raining, check it. To check it because you should hear it release that water into either the drain or outside in your yard. So mm -hmm. you should hear that. It's not like a silent. So we don't want to be cleaning thing. up water from yeah. our basement. Yes. Never again. And I, I do. I can't stress enough a battery backup because if you're something happens, it's just it's a lot of um, mm -hmm. stress off of your back that there's something they're checking for you. Right. And with that battery backup too, they actually have Wi-Fi backup. So like if it if it were to like signal that your some pump died, alert you. Send you a, an alert on your phone. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> Run home. And these are fairly inexpensive. Things Absolutely. to do. I mean, what was your sump pump? Like a couple hundred? 150 bucks. 150. What's a battery backup? I think it was maybe $50. We, so. we got the, the cheaper one that doesn't have the Wi Fi. Mm -hmm. yeah. But totally worth it compared mm -hmm. to think about what it's going to cost to replace all your carpet downstairs, etc. So, and True. with an insurance claim, they're going to give you money for what stage your stuff was in. So if you had old carpet down there, they're not going to pay everything for you to get new carpet. No. And if you're going to replace your carpet, you might as well get new carpet. So you will be paying out of pocket. Unless your house was built six months ago. <laughs> Unless your house was built 12 years ago and you didn't finish your basement. Yeah. So another way to avoid <laughs> water in your basement is to clean your window wells because there can be water pressure in there if we have like a buildup of debris. Um, so just making sure that you're cleaning those leaves and debris out of there if there's any sort of drainage pipe that's being looked after, especially after extended rainfall. That water pressure against the basement window can be intense. I think another good thing too is to make sure you have the peat rock down there because that'll help soak up some of the water before it goes down into your drain pile as well to help to help the sump pump work less. And I think a lot of times when we're out looking at houses, it's just one of those things that gets forgotten, but you can see like people just leave stuff in there. They forget about it. It's mm -hmm. kind of out of sight and out of mind. Mm -hmm. Raccoons. Oh, oh, we found frogs in one. Yeah. Bunnies and squirrels. Yeah. Poor little critters. So when you're out there cleaning out your window wells, another good thing you should be doing is cleaning out your gutters. We guys. cannot tell you enough yes. how your gutters, your gutters dead are. force we're cleaning it. <laughs> gutters. Gutters. Thank gutters. You. Gutters. Clean your gutters. Put gutters on. Put your downspouts down. Leave your downspouts down. If you're mowing, put it back. <laughs> Pay a teenager if you really don't want to. Have them clean it. That's our, that's our dead horse, literally every time we talk about it. Moving maintenance. on. We will talk about it again next week. <laughs> um, some safety things to check for mice nests, anywhere near wiring, or any little creatures, really. Right, um, and especially uh, voles in our, in our mm -hmm. area around here, too, because as it gets colder, they kind of like to burrow in and find somewhere nice and warm to stay for the winter. Yeah, we hate voles. We voles hate voles. Are evil. And they can ruin your yard. I don't like they're little, little mice, demon they mouse who eats the root. Yeah, that's right. They are. That's right, Amber. It's, it's a, a demon, demon mouse. mouse 
who eats the root of your grass. So your grass in the spring can tell where those little things were because they've got little trails everywhere because they ate your grass all winter. Yep. You know how you build ant farms in high school, or not high school, when you could see them? That's what voles do. They go into your yard. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Get a cat. Get a cat. Have a dog pee out or there. Or let your cat yep. go outside. Yep. Aaron. Aaron. I would. He ruined my neighbor's <laughs> screen. Oh. I, it's a. It's an ongoing debate. But also dogs. Dogs, too. Well, their urine and their dander keeps away squirrels and rabbits, too. Oh. Interesting. And voles. And voles. Wow, that makes sense, because my neighbor and I had our our perennials just ripped to shreds from rabbits, and they put down their dog last year. So I bet wow. their dog kept those rabbits away. Yeah. Then you need a dog. Damn those rabbits. Your dog needs to go over there and pee on your perennials. Yep. <laughs> All right, Dwight. Oh. Yeah, we got a job to do. <laughs> Another safety tip, because I think we all forget this, is to clean out your dryer vents, because mm-hmm. those can cause house fire. There was, uh, on Facebook today, somebody posted, um, somebody cleaning out their dryer vent today, um, some local guy that did it, and it's windy out, and he's outside, and it's like a dust storm, wow. and the house isn't that old. So he's littering all the wind. I know, that's kind of what I was thinking and of myself. And cleaning <laughs> the vents. But there was a lot of dust coming out of that. But I read an article too that someone, even though, even if you check your lint trap after every yeah. after every load or even before every load, there's still little bit particles that are getting right. into that. It's vent. still building up into that vent, and I think we forget about that vent quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had to have it cleaned out. Ours cleaned out, snaked out because it was pretty. Like our dryer was taking forever to dry, so you'd run mm-hmm. it twice. So now you're using more electricity, getting it hotter, and getting hotter, and you're more at risk for fires. And so we did. We got it cleaned out, and it made a huge difference. And so. keep in mind, those dryer vents that you can replace them, they're cheap. They're like eight bucks for a new one. Instead oh. of cleaning them out, if your dryer's really close to your exhaust mm. pipe, get a new vent and vent it out again. And the kits to, to vent it out or to clean it out are really cheap. Yeah, I bought are. one at Menards for like, what, $10? Oh, yeah. We haven't used it yet, but oh, we have it. I've got a dryer, a dryer brush that I use because like my dryer's right by my wall where my exhaust fan is. Well, and also, also making sure you have those little vent parts on the outside that cover that dryer vent yep. so no um, birds can make a nest in there. Yeah. That's important too. So, is it the damper? Damper. Damper? Yep. Yeah. Mine has like three little individual pieces that work. Yeah. Letter. There's another word for this. I can't remember. Dryer so. vent cover thingy. <laughs> That's the technical term. Yeah. Another thing you can do is clean your refrigerator coils. I wouldn't have thought of that. What the heck is that? How about blow up a hole your fridge out? Don't do that. That's what you have to do to get to your Why don't, don't you do that? Don't do that because it's so dusty back there. Oh, but that's where your that's coils the are. problem. Over time, all Cat. kinds of dust, grease, dirt get stuck to the coils behind your refrigerator. Cat toys. How'd you just leave that for the next owner? Dog, dog treats <laughs> and everything. Dust bunnies, that stuff all gets clogged up under there. Your coils are what your fridge uses to cool down. Um, so if the fridge has to work extra hard, it's overheating, or it's using more electricity, it's not being as efficient. So you can take a vacuum cleaner, unplug the mm-hmm. fridge, pull it away from the wall, and find the coils. Um, you can like use a brush attachment and kind of work at it too, or just use a cloth to kind of wipe them down and get anything the vacuum might have missed. So that'll help the efficiency and your electricity bill. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then it won't feel like your refrigerator is working too hard. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And you don't have to buy a new refrigerator because that ain't cheap. Or no. cat toys because I usually find about 50 under there. So <laughs> yeah, like Christmas, are. Are mine are all under the couch. <laughs> but it's crazy how much you don't think about moving the fridge or moving the stove. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and maybe you do it for spring cleaning, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, but Amber we should, but we should. Amber just waits till her sink falls into itself. And then I call maintenance because that's still where I'm at. Uh, yeah, I've never had that happen. Have you guys ever had a sink fall in? No. no. I don't think there's any maintenance tips to not have a sink fall. I can't Make sure your clips that you install your sink with are tight. I don't know that there were any. Still, I think it's just some sealant that they oh, used, which they should, just doesn't seem right. I would think there should be a board underwear. There should be clips, there. too, and boards. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, not my problem. Not just yeah. radiators. Radiators, Don. Tell me about radiators, because I wouldn't know the first thing about this. Not everybody has them, so it can be tricky. Right. So for your heat, correct? Mm -hmm. Like on your boiler. Mm -hmm. So in each room, kind of looks like electric baseboard, but it's a radiator. So you're gonna want to leave those out because you want fresh water running through them too. Um, so similar to a water. Um, Similar, I did not put my phone on airplane mode. Um, similar <laughs> to a water heater flush. Correct. Correct? Yep. Yep, and so, it gets the air out, so it makes them run. When you don't yeah. bleed them, they, like, bang. Yes, because then there's an air yeah. pocket in it. Really, It's really loud. My oh. old apartment would do that. It'd be yep. super loud. And I just got used to it, and other people would be like, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to do something about that? No. <laughs> and it actually, if you do that to your radiator, you know, um, Water-forced boilers, shall we say, are very efficient, and if you uh, keep the maintenance up on them, they'll last forever. Like, you can go into a house that was built in the 70s, and their boiler is still there, and it's fine, as long as you are maintaining it. Hmm. And how so, exactly do you bleed a radiator? I have no idea. Oh, it says it right there. <laughs> to bleed <Sorry>. a radiator, <laughs> release the valve and hold a rag underneath it to catch drips. You should hear air seeping out. When the sound stops, tighten the valve up. At least you read the title before you said oh it out loud. Oh. All good. All good. That was a fun moment. That was funny. Don, you make I wasn't reading directions like normal. No, you were giving us life experience, which is also great and mm -hmm. needed. Well, I have somebody that um, asked me, they're probably going to list their house next year, and they have a boiler. And he's like, well, was that going to, you know, lower my value of my house and I said well have you maintained and he goes that's what I did for a living so yeah so yeah. thing is in probably perfect condition so he'll be okay and you know what you're gonna love your house if you're not having to deal with like those issues all yeah. the time or clanging at two o'clock in the morning from yeah. your radiator yeah interesting um another efficiency tip is to clean your range hood filter even if it's your microwave filter because apparently some of these girls didn't realize they had one. So how much oil and grease is built up in there, I don't even want to know. You, gotta your you might as well Look. clean your oven, too. Clean your oven while you're at it. Oh, so yeah. much maintaining. Gross. And that takes me to zero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's put a plug in for precision cleaning. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Can I get to my house <laughs> Not just for our listings, but they've gone and did our own cleaning and Mm -hmm. And life's a lot less stressful. And I'm actually using them tomorrow for my buyer's house. Ooh. They're going to clean it nice before they move in. Oh, that's oh, nice. That's cool. That's so, a good feeling to come into a Yeah, because it's, well, mm -hmm. it's pretty dirty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so. the buyers are going to move in once they 
absolutely feel yep. better about so it. So they're cleaning at noon, and we're doing our final walkthrough at 5, so they'll actually have a, a oh, good feeling. Nice. So how do you clean your range hood filter? Take it out and throw it in the wash machine. I mean, your dishwasher. Or you or can just rinse it out with hot water. Or you donned yourself. Don. 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 Only Don. Did you Dawn know? I'm going to tell you all about Don because yeah. that is my name. And Don yourself actually get grease out of your clothes too. So if you ever wash something and you dry it and you think it's set for life, try Don. It will take it off. Gets the grease off the ducky. Yep. And it will get it out of your clothes. I'm just telling you. Thanks, Don. Absolutely. Thanks, Don. You're welcome. Tip All of the Dons. From Don. I didn't put a lot more on there today because I wasn't sure how many like stories we had. I thought those were some great tips. Mm -hmm. A couple things I'm not even doing myself. Anything else that you guys think that you do out of your for your house to make like ready for winter? Efficiency or safety? We talked about changing your fire alarm batteries. Batteries. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Flushing your water heater, yeah. which is apparently is really easy to do. Unless you have a marathon water heater and then you don't need to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, do. I didn't know that till Andy told me. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Um, yeah, I think that's that weather strip. Well, that's not really safe. Oh, yeah. That we talked well, that's about an last efficiency week. thing. Maintenance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yep. those weather strips for your windows and doors, that'll help with yep. efficiency too. So, electricity and your water pile. I yeah, that's good. We're, we're good. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're good. You will be fully maintained if you take all this advice. <laughs> Forever. And depending on the age of your home or appliances, some of these won't apply, or you may need to look at that, look into different methods. Um, but if you did do your refrigerator every year, you probably get more life out of it. You know, if you did mm -hmm. your range filter every year, you probably won't ever have to replace it. So, mm -hmm. maintenance, maintenance. And if you were to break this down, you could do each of these in like two afternoons, probably. Mm -hmm. So. Do it. Unless Save you're your crazy. Home. Unless you're crazy and you just say, I'm gonna do this all today. And then you hire somebody because you can't trust your home. It's a good call cleaning day. <laughs> Maintenance yes. day. Absolutely. Well, and when you sell and when you sell a home, you fill out disclosures. So this is something that you can put on your disclosures. Like, hey, I've flooded the radiators, all my coils, my dampers clean for my, my dryer, so people know that you are maintaining mm -hmm. it. And an inspector is going to notice that stuff, too. When they go through, they will be able to say, these people really took good care of their home. Boom. Boom. Make Boom. laugh. All right. Where were we for Tasty Tuesday? We were at the delicious Doolittles. Thank you, Doolittles. And thanks, Pat, for having us. You did a great job on your interview. I heard you're hearing all about it. I'll send you that video today. <laughs> He's not on Facebook, oh, so he asked for the video. Oh. Yeah, he's not on there. Well, so. we had a Snapchat user guess, and guess correctly, Katie. Katie. You Katie. are our winner, winner, chicken dinner. Katie who? Katie, how do you say her last name? Katie Meeps. Carson's. Meeps? Carson. 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 You're her longtime friend. I know, we've been like besties for like five years. She so Katie's telling you, to get I've never had to say Katie's name out loud. Her last name out loud, and there's a reason for that. So thanks for calling me out, Erin. You said, "How do you pronounce her last name?" <laughs> She's your friend. You should know. You dug that. You're you're done with the water pail. Just the water keeps coming yeah. in. We're good. That's fine. Okay. So what are we doing with Tasty Tuesday? Moving on. We're gonna bump it back to once a month because we're we're, we're pretty putting good. on some freshman. We're pretty 15. good with that winter weight right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Plus, it gets cold out. We don't know and if we plus, we get busy in the winter with other things, holidays. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. We will be maintenance. That's a bad word. Maintenance. Our houses. That's what we'll be doing, right? So it'll give people more chances to guess, better chances to win, because we do it kind of quickly from the time we eat to the time we know it's a winner. We will also be doing our connections luncheons, and we can give you updates on that on our podcast, too. It's a lot of good information that we get there once a month. Yeah. On those Tuesdays. Yep, we have buyers and booze Monday, the coming Monday. Free food, free education, free childcare, free candy. Please come. Um, free candy. Free soup candy. bar. Soup bar for buyers or sellers. If you just want to know what the market's like, or if you want to know how to get started as a buyer, or you just have been Sephora, listening to our podcast and you think we're cool, come hang out. Right, come visit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's quick. It's not an eight-hour. Eight-hour group. It's you know two hours. You get free food. What's the harm? Something to do on a Monday night. It's pretty informal too. Like people mm-hmm. come in, you know, a little bit late because they're at work or whatever, and we all stop and walk for them anyway. So <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll have a lender and home inspector and a homeowner's insurance agent plus us talking real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of good. Right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of good information. So if you want more information on buyers and booze or just us in general, again, we're a client-focused team. We focus um, on the client one-on-one. We don't get shuffled off between each agent. Uh, we're here for you, whatever stage of your process. Um, look us up, Diamond Realty Associates on Facebook. Tell us you're going to buyers and booze because it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> uh, you can also fi- find us at buysellfmhomes.com. And as always, stay classy, FM. Ooh, dog. Get you.